Okay, that is the title of my message is what are you eating? So if you don't know me, which you all probably do, I'm in love with food. I love food. My day revolves around food. I literally go to bed thinking about what I'm going to eat for breakfast. I wake up going, I'm going to make that for breakfast. I think about what I'm going to have for dinner. Like it's, it's a constant battle. It's like, what am I going to eat? And I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Who can relate? Honestly, we need food. So who here is a savoury person? I am. You my kind of people. Who here is sweet? Put your hands down. You know. Just put them down. Okay. Good. No. Sweet. All right. What have you? Who here's bre- whose favourite meal is breakfast? No? Lunch? No, dinner? Also, yeah, me, dinner. Because, yep, dinner, you just get the feast out. You know, you've been waiting your whole day for it. You just get that good meal. All right, so I'm the same. At least we're on the same page. So, and also interesting, we actually depend on food as humans. It's proven that we can only last 30 to 40 days without food if we stay properly hydrated. So it means we need food. Like, it's an important. What we're eating is actually important because if we don't eat, we'll die. So, anyway, can I just get three people? I need three people who aren't allergic to chocolate. All right, yeah, Toyin, the three hands that are up come, Scarlett, yeah, and you. All right, so what I'm going to say is I just want you to, I've got three chocolates, and you just have to tell me which one, which one you get. You get it wrong or right, you don't get an extra prize for winning, but you just, all right, so, all right, yeah, oh, okay, oh, I don't know how to do this. Okay, all right, yeah, okay, close your eyes, and I'll hand you a chocolate, and then, all right, Sean, get it, hold it. Yeah, all right, and then, so can you all see what that one is? Yeah, you can tell us, yeah, if you want to eat. Oh, yeah, okay, all right, so what are you eating? Oh. Frog or a koala. So what are you eating? <laughs> what what flavour? <laughs> so what what is it? Strawberry. Yeah, you got it, all right, good job. So what, you're eating the strawberry. All right, Toyin, your turn, you get... I think you'll all be able to see this one. Oh, don't look at it. Shut your eye. Oh, we have a cheater over here. We have a cheat, an absolute cheat. All right, you go eat it. <laughs> the, that is the, <laughs> He knows. <laughs> that is the face of guilt right there. He knows. He knows he's cheated. Enjoying that. <laughs> Do you know what chocolate you're eating? Okay, what is it? I'll give you your one. Do you want to shut your eyes? I'll give you, this one's the last one. There you go. Okay, so toy, all right, Scarlett got hers, hers is normal toy. Do you have yours yet? What is it? Uh, half milk chocolate. Yeah, he got it. He cheated though. Sorry. Anyway, we'll go. he got he top deck. All right, so that's awesome. Okay. So as you can see, they were guessing what they were eating and they, they were pretty good besides from the cheating we had. It was great. So anyway, um, in the Bible, there's people who say, face a very similar question of what are you eating, but rather it was, should I be eating this? So the story I want to read is in Daniel 1. Does anyone know the story? Yep. So we have one. Yep. So Daniel 1, and I'm going to start in verse 1, okay? So it says, and I've got, 
dramatic effect. Did you see that? So, okay, it starts and it says, during the third year of King Jehoiakim's reign of Judah, so this is his King Jehoiakim reign. He owns this kingdom, right? Awesome. Looks beautiful. Um, um, his reign, King Nebuchadnezzar, let's call him Nezar, he owns this kingdom, right? So we've got Nezar, we've got this other guy. They have two separate kingdoms, right? And um, in the third year, King Nezar comes to this kingdom and takes it over and is like, you know, I'm capturing this kingdom. It is now mine. So now this kingdom owns all of it. Does that make sense? Are you picking me up? So he took over this kingdom. So we've got some captive people in here who are now like pretty much slaves to this, this place, all right? So, and then it says, then the king ordered, so Neza ordered um, Ashpenaz, Ashpenaz, his chief of staff, to bring to the palace some of the young men of Judah's royal family. So some of these young men, he's like, bring them over to me in my kingdom. So they got the best looking ones. He said, select only the strong, healthy and good looking young men, he said. Make sure they are well versed in every branch of learning and gifted and knowledge, knowledgeable and have good judgment and are suited to serve in the royal palace. Um, and then he said, train these young men in the language and literature of the Bab- Babylon, Babylon and the king assigned them to a daily rations of food and wine from his own kitchen. So basically he got these people from this place, brought them over to his Babylon and is teaching them the language, the way they do things and the food. Um, but the thing I want to really point out on is the fact when they said the king assigned them a daily rations of food and wine from his own kitchen. So that's something really uh, important to select, I mean, to like point out, um, because that was intended to be kind of an honour. So if you're getting to like eat the king's food, what he had, it, well, I was doing some research and he even said that um, there was a difference between the food enjoyed by the elite, which was like the king, and now he's like people he's raising up and just the common common people so they were getting like prime real like prime food they were getting the bougie stuff with like the caviar no like no like stale communion bread like we don't want you know what I, you know what i mean like they were getting the best stuff um so yeah so then he's like all right we're gonna train these people for three years and then they can join our royal service and be like our guards so there was four of them there was daniel hananiah michelle and azariah hopefully i pronounced them all right and there were the four young men that were chosen all from the tribe of Judah. Um, and then, so then this is interesting, the, ch- the chief of staff renamed them all with Babylonian names. So then Daniel was then called, Bestazazar, I don't know. Hadani was then called Shadrach, um, Mishael was then called Meshach, and Azariah was then called Bendigo. So now this, um, <laughs> I don't know if I said them right, anyway. So, um, but Daniel, it says, that, but then Daniel was, um, was determined to not defile himself by eating food and wine given to them by the king. And then Daniel asked, the, so then he asked the chief of staff for permission not to eat the unacceptable foods. Now God has, but then God gave the chief of staff both respect and um, respect for Daniel, but he responded, I'm afraid of my Lord, Lord the king, who has ordered that you eat these food and wine. If you become pale and thin compared to the others, youths, your age, I'm afraid the king will behead me. Daniel spoke with the attendant who had been appointed by the chief of staff to look after Daniel, Hananiah, Michelle and Azariah. Um, They said, please test me for 10 days on a diet of of vegetables and water. I know, who would really want to eat vegetables and just water? I'm not vegetarian or vegan, like no thanks. And then Daniel said, at the end of the 10 days, see how we look compared to the other young men 
who are eating the king's food. Then make your decision in light of what you see. The attendant agreed to Daniel's suggestions and tested them for 10 days. So now this is where we can go, why, why did Daniel care? Like why, why do they care about eating what the king, like they was getting the best food ever. Like why does that matter that like, why would you willingly go just give me vegetables and water? Like who does that? Like who does that? Not me. So it's like, so the, but the real reason was, is if you can see, they changed their name, they were teaching them a new language, they changed what they were eating, and it was all a form to indoctrinate the captive Judah people with the goal of making the Jewish people leave behind their Hebrew faith and go and say, Nezah, you, we now look to you, we don't look to our God. Because, and there were certain foods, the reason they weren't eating their, like, um, the meat was because in their tradition that's like, that's just what was against what they believed. So it was all really designed just to be like, turn away from God. That doesn't matter. Like, ignore all that past. Now just start to follow our, like, Babylonian way. And so it was a really important thing. So we could ask, so, so he had, they, they changed, their names were changed. Why didn't Daniel care about that? Why didn't Daniel care that his name was changed as well? Well, that's because he knew his identity was already in God. So he said, it doesn't matter what they call me, like, because I already know that my identity is in God. But when it came to the food, it was... Um, it was one way to show that the covenant was then with Nezah rather than with God. So like, no, we're not going to eat the food. Um, yeah, and also like it says where we like come to church and we tithe things, that was like a way that they really expressed their faith was by what, with what they ate. So, but then how does that, how does, can that relate to us today by saying like, because it's not like we can just go and be like, oh, I'm not going to eat vegetables or I'm not going to eat water. I mean, you can do that. Great. Go ahead if you want to. But for us today, it's like what they faced like King Nezah, Nebuchadnezzar being like oh eat this food and do all this but for us say we have a guy a person called Satan who's after us who's wanting us to turn around and be like oh don't worry about these small things like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you um, eat that so that's where it's like in our life we can have people who are like oh just listen to this song it doesn't matter like who really cares it's just a song it won't hurt you or like um oh just just wear that shirt who cares if it leaves nothing to the imagination just wear it like it doesn't matter watch that tv show watch that movie um, go to that party, like, oh, don't go to church, that's boring. Like, there's so many things that we're faced with where it's like, it's such a small thing because, like, the food you eat, you think, what, does that really matter what I'm eating? Like, the food I'm putting in my, into my body? But it's like, it's not just about the food, it's actually about the principle and the convictions that you have going, why? Like, why am I doing this? Why do we go to church? Why do I want to listen to the right music? Why? And it's all to be, we want to give honour to God, not give honour to the world. And so then, if we continue reading, and then it says, at the end of the 10 days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. All right, so I'm going to make this. So then also, so remember, they were only eating vegetables and water, right? Where the other people, they were eating meat, carbs, wine. They were eating all the good stuff. So in logically, wouldn't it make sense that they'd be getting fatter than the people just eating vegetables and water? logically so we can tell that obviously it wasn't a biological reason why they were getting fat like they were getting better and fatter it was actually from God being like you've you've honored me and it shows that when we turn away from things that Satan tries to throw at us and turn away from things that a world trying to redefine us and trying to go oh just do this it's fine we're actually going to be healthier choosing the way that when it seems like no matter so but like physically with our human brain that going to church or listening to the music that doesn't do anything but really if you look at the comparison, you actually see you are healthier and fatter and better, stronger when you, you, when you turn to God rather than the world. So that's why it's like, I want to say my main point, and I'm coming really to the end, is saying we want to be fat Christians. 
like we want to be fat Christians. Like honestly, normally you're like, no, I don't want to be fat. But this is the one scenario. We want to be fat Christians. We want to go, no, I want to choose to choose the life with God. And I want to be, rather than choosing all the things of the world that just have, like that are meaningless and just coming against us. So I'm done. Mic drop. Peace out, bro.